Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Growth Reframed. We are so happy you're here. Today we are going to talk about intentional relationships. And you might wonder, what is an intentional relationship? Well, when we had been thinking about it in our own lives, we actually found ourselves recently feeling a little bit disconnected. For those of you who don't know, me and Meg literally work together, raise kids together, have this podcast together. We basically do everything together. <laughs> Most people think we're sick. I think we're actually kind of cool. That's just my own. <laughs> you can have your own take on that. But we realized recently that even though we spent a lot of time together, like in the same vicinity of each other, doing things together, going through all the things I just said, it still, even in the midst of that, felt like we couldn't have that connection level that we wanted. And I think this can happen really easily. I mean, and, and one of the reasons for this conversation is it happened to us who's together all the time. I know most couples aren't lucky enough to do it or lucky that they don't do it. I don't know however you look at that with your own partner, but I think it's important to talk about because it's really easy to go through the motions, even in your own relationship. And we just want to talk a little bit more about that and hopefully give you some strategies moving forward. And I have to call you out a little bit, Brian, because you said, well, what is an intentional relationship? And then you didn't really answer the question. So I'm going to answer it. Okay, please do. <laughs> for us, for the context of this podcast episode, we mean a connected, intentional, meaningful, deep relationship. So for us, that means it's not just going through the motions of life. For us, that means it is a dedicated plan, a thought out thing that we want to build together that we're trying to accomplish together just in our relationship. So I just wanted to throw that in there too. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think in our own world, it's just for, for us, again, what we were dealing with, I mean, it makes sense. Like we, it feels like in our life right now, we're literally drinking from a fire hose. Like we're constantly busy. We're constantly doing a lot of different things. We're growing rapidly in our business. Different things are happening. And I think it's easy to not stop and look mm. about, what's what's going on or taking the temperature or doing regular check-ins. I mean, we talk about this stuff all the time, but it's easy to say those things and it's really difficult in practice. So for us, it wasn't even like a pinnacle moment. It wasn't even like a breaking point moment. It wasn't even that we were necessarily unhappy with each other. It just felt like we were so busy that we didn't even have the time for each other. Yeah, we were like losing the connection. And when we did have the time for each other, I think you can speak to this too, we weren't intentional about that time at all. Like we weren't trying to spend time in community together and actually be in a loving relationship. We were just so worn out by the day, by the, what had happened, by life stresses, by anxiety, anxiety, worry, whatever it is that by the time we got to any point in the day where we could actually rest and be renewed, 
that's exactly what we did to a fault. I mean, we were resting, sitting by each other, but not really talking to each other, not really being honest. And even though we both felt it, I don't even remember which one of us initially said it, but one of us eventually had to start the conversation and say, hey, this just seems a bit off. I, maybe it was me. It sounds like something I would say because <laughs> I usually question things. If I feel a difference, it's just something where I've kind of reprogrammed my brain where if I feel like something is a little bit different, it's a little bit off, then I want to explore that a little bit more. So it was probably me. But in those conversations, you were really feeling the same way that things were just, you know, it's not, again, not that, not bad, but not right. Not feeling connected and just being in a relationship without committing to a relationship. It's like we were, we're, we're in a relationship. I mean, you can't change that. I mean, we have the piece of paper that says we're married, right? So, I mean, that's like we're in a relationship, but I think a lot of us do this and I hope this will resonate with a lot of you, but I think we, you forget that you need to put an effort in to your relationship because you're so busy putting an effort in everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The nurturing stops. Right. At least and, temporarily. And so we found ourselves in that place. So it's really easy to find yourself in a place where you have a problem. But rather than just being like, yeah, this sucks. Yeah, we are in this place. This isn't that helpful. Like we don't feel connected. Because I until I spoke it, I don't even know that you really fully realized it. Like I think sometimes it takes one person or the other to kind of bring the conversation up and have the courage to talk about it because it's not the most comfortable thing to talk about. But once we started talking about it, it led us to, okay, so what can we do next? Because we're firm believers in it doesn't need to be next month, next year, or whenever to make the change. Like We can make this change now. So let's implement it. We're always together. So what are some of the things we can do to make this not be our reality anymore? Because you know we're just not really liking how it's feeling right now. I mean, we still were very much in love with each other, but didn't love how we were both showing up. Right. And for us, it was showing up sort of like, I mean, there were, it was definitely quieter, I would say. We just were zoning out. We were physically together, but not emotionally together. And then I think it did crop up in like a few fights here and there. Not that they were major blowout fights or anything, but just like there was more friction because we hadn't experienced the actual connection. But in order to get around that, yeah, it was it was a conversation. And I think that next day even, we made the choice instead of a million other things we could or should have been doing, the very next day we decided we were going to go to a park that we love and do a two-mile walk together. And it was just a small, small step. And what it did is it served as like the catalyst for improving our behaviors towards each other, for improving how we were going to show up for each other, just increasing that that intimacy together because it just wasn't there. And I don't even mean sexual intimacy. I mean like actual togetherness and that was just lacking. Like it was just, you know, let's sit and watch Netflix together and not look at each other once and stare at our phones on commercials kind of a deal. And so to get through that, I think you had, it was like one small little thing that kind of gave us the ability to keep going. So then that same weekend, we were very, very intentional. We were making decisions about what to do together as a couple and make and what to do together as a family that would help us have more conversations that would bring us out of this funk because we really just needed to disrupt what was going on currently. We needed to make a conscious effort to stop just going on that autopilot and start instead implementing something new, even if it was just a little change like that weekend on 
Saturday night, we ended up like taking the kids bowling and, you know, instead of sitting at home watching a movie where all four of us would be silent or on devices or staring at a TV screen, doing something up and active where we were communicating and high-fiving and giggling and yelling and, you know, doing all the things together just made a difference. And that's a family example, obviously, not a couple relationship, but still the same thing applies. So just making those tiny changes really changed a lot for us. And even just one weekend, we noticed it immediately that we felt better. You know, I was starting to just come up and hug Brandon more and just make sure that I was aware of what I had previously been aware, unaware of, which was just that like we were physically together and that was about it. Like nothing else, just, Hey, what's up? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> being a little bit like, I'm so tired and I'm so worn out that I'm just going to pretend you're not even here and I'm just going to take this time for myself, which of course, sometimes you do need to take time for yourself. That's a great thing too, but we were doing it constantly. Yeah. I, th- I think it's important to note too, that a lot of people listening, maybe they do a normal thing to like try to stay connected. Like maybe they go on a weekly date night. Maybe they try to do the same thing every week. Maybe they just, you know, they do they've been doing the same steps or taking the same steps to try to build that intimacy and keep their the fire alive. But anything you do over and over and over again, it's gonna get old. It's gonna need to be mixed up. You're gonna have to change it. Perfect example, me and Meg work together, so we get the chance to go on lunch dates if we want to. We call them lunch dates because we don't have our kids. So we call any dinner with our kids is clearly not a date. But a lunch date, we're able to be intentional, go away and do that. But probably every week we do that. And so even that turned into a time where we weren't really connecting. We were just venting about what was happening that day at work, what was happening in life, what we were letting things come into areas where they shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. And we were not having any boundaries in what we were talking about and how we were being. And this is really easy to do in a time where things are all calm and great. But when things are stressful, there's any worry, there's there's anything going on in either one of your lives, it's very easy to leave that boundary behind and get into that gray area where you're constantly talking about that. So we were finding that by doing those lunch dates what used to be an amazing gift and like a place where we could be joyful together and be happy and be connected and be just talking about things other than kids or work. We weren't allowing that to happen because we got used to it. And when you get used to it, you're like, well, I don't really need this anymore. You know, this is just what we do because this is what we do, but you have to mix it up. So us going to a park seems really small for us. And I don't know what it would be for you and your partner, but it wasn't small for us. Because the fact was, we hadn't done it in probably a year. We, ha- we hadn't done it in at least a year. And it's something that we've talked about on this podcast that we've talked about to many people that ask us. Getting outside, being in nature, being out and exercising, moving your body, all the things that we all know is important to do, we didn't do because life got in the way. And then in one afternoon, just like you said, we decided we're going to go do that. And on the back end of that, we felt renewed and closer and more connected. And it was that simple. And that's the thing I want to hammer home here. Yeah, that didn't change everything for our relationship at one time. Like, oh, Brandon, you know, one walk with my partner is going to make us more connected. No, it's not. But one walk, one game night, 
one intentional time where you're just sitting and talking and having conversations can make a huge difference. A perfect example comes to mind as we're talking. When we were sitting there on, there were two different Fridays that I remember where we were sitting there and we had nothing on the books, nothing. And we did that intentionally because we were just so stressed out that we were like, we don't want to have anything to do. And we were looking at each other and we're like, what could we do? Oh, we could go to Target. We could go to Kohl's. We could do, we could do this. We could do that. Nothing like basically busy work or things to say, Hey, we're being productive. Really? That's what right. it was. What chores hey, can we check off the list? Right. We're making, we're doing chores and we're making the best use of our time. And instead of doing that, we were like, I don't know. And it was weird because we gave ourselves the space to sit and honestly, for a while, sit in silence. It opened up an environment to be having conversations that we would have never had otherwise because we were distracting ourselves with other things. And we're all really great at distracting ourselves to avoid the stress and worry or to avoid not feeling connected to your partner. But when we set that time and we really didn't have anything on the books, there wasn't anything on our calendar to say, have a deep, meaningful discussion, but that's what happened. And we wouldn't have had those conversations had we not allowed ourselves the space to do so. Yeah, I think part of building an intentional relationship is really just having those vulnerable moments. And the problem with having vulnerable moments is that moments is that you have to have the time to do so. So like Brian was saying, like if you allow yourself unscheduled time, if you allow resting time, if you allow those walks together or whatever your thing's going to be, then it does open up communication and you are able to be a little bit more vulnerable and vulnerability is definitely a pathway to a more connected, more intentional relationship because you have to be willing to open up to your partner. You have to be able to open up and say what's on your mind about the relationship. You have to be able to do those things. And like Brandon was saying, I mean, there's so many moments when you're just not able to find the time. There's just too many things on the calendar. There's just too many stresses and things and they just get in the way. They get in the way of intentionality and vulnerability and all the beautiful things that come out of your relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You cannot, the fact is you cannot have clarity when you're clouding your world with distractions. There's no way to get clarity in what's going on if you're in your relationship. If you're so busy that you can't prioritize time in your relationship And that goes for everything else in your life. We're talking in the context of relationships right now. But if you're trying to constantly distract yourself and cloud your vision to get yourself out of whatever mind space you're currently in, you're never going to get clarity on what you're trying to get clarity on because you have to be intentional and prioritize that time. So here's the thing, y'all. Most of you don't work with your partner. Most of you, if we're being honest, maybe you're avoiding time with your partner. But I hope this is a wake-up call to you because it was a wake-up call to us. We work together. We do our lives together pretty much 24-7. I know, puke. (laughs) And we still, still managed to find ourselves, even though we were being in the same space together, even though we were spending the time in theory together, because there was no intentionality behind it, 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 it couldn't work. But... When we decided to be more intentional, and, and by the way, it's a fluid, active process that we're still doing and still trying to unpack, we are able to get to a more clear place on what we need. And the more we do that, each time we do that, the more we realize what are some other spaces we could look into? What are some other things and ways we could implement this? How else could we grow this? And then 
rather than thinking about how disconnected you are, you're thinking about proactively ways you can connect more and what else could you do and what else could you throw in and how else could you mix it up. Maybe you need to mix it up today. I hope you'll try that this week. We'll see y'all next week. We love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.